collaboration amongst nonprofit organizations, now more than ever. Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. Welcome to the first day from the fundraising school. And I'm joined today by Alondra Bolger. She's the executive director of COAC Detroit, which brings together nonprofits across Southeast Michigan to increase their impact. And Alondra, so great to have you with us. Before we dive into this topic of collaboration, help our audience understand what is COAC Detroit. Absolutely, Bill. First and foremost, thank you so much for having me today. It's an honor to be able to talk about collaboration with you and to share a bit about the work that we're doing at COAC Detroit. Um, you know, COAC Detroit is an idea that's been around for a number of years, um, but we most recently publicly opened our doors in June of 2019. Um, we uh, were an idea that was seeded by the Ralph C. Wilson Jr. Foundation. Um, and as they were thinking about how they wanted to invest in nonprofit capacity building, they explored the idea of a nonprofit center. And so COAC Detroit was born. Um, we really are a blend of national best practice modeling and local insights and wisdom. And what we do is we seek to accelerate collaboration in our region. And we do that in three ways. The first is an amazing space that we have, a 6,500 square foot space uh, right in the new center community of Detroit. Um, and prior to COVID, we utilized that space to build community and really um, facilitate natural collisions amongst folks. So peer learning uh, and the opportunity to just work together. Um, secondly, we recognize that there is so much amazing work happening in our region that nonprofits have been leading for decades, but often that work is really siloed and really disjointed. And so we see ourselves serving in the space of lifting up what works well, both from a local and a national perspective. And then lastly, we work to meet nonprofits where they are. And we do that by understanding the gaps and providing um, an opportunity for really important conversations, but also programming that is tailored and designed um, to the unique needs of nonprofit organizations. Careful now. A lot of nonprofits are going to want to move to Detroit after hearing that <laughs> description. Sounds like an outstanding resource. Uh, for the philanthropic sector in Detroit, Wayne County, throughout Southeast Michigan. Let me just ask you kind of a big picture question. Why is collaboration important amongst nonprofit organizations? Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, uh, it may sound cliche, but we really are better together. When we have the opportunity to leverage our respective networks, our respective talent, our respective resources, we can start to address some of the challenges that our community faces. Um, at a level that really digs deeper than the surface. You know, when we were engaging our community and trying to get an understanding of what was most important to them, uh, what we heard were a number of things, but the thing that we heard overwhelmingly was this desire to really dig into the root causes of some of the challenges in our community. And I think in order for us to take those deep dives, in order of us to really see the type of transformation that we want to see in our community, um, that it takes all of us. And so working together really, I think, is um, is the business imperative. What differences do you see now because of the pandemic? Do we see uh, an increased emphasis on collaboration or not? Uh, are there any distinctives uh, as people are negotiating COVID? Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely see an increase in collaboration and collective action, um, particularly as organizations are working to pivot their service models into the virtual space or working to continue to engage um, their constituents. We see lots of organizations um, retooling and rethinking and reimagining their approach to their work, and, but also to their partnerships. And I think, you know, as we continue to navigate a changing economy, as we continue to navigate 
um, the global pandemic and this heightened awareness around racial injustice and racial violence, um, that it really is an imperative for us to work together um, and to share resources and to really think about how we strengthen existing partnerships and form new partnerships. Alondra, I know COAC Detroit offers, you know, day-long trainings, webinars, lengthy, uh, you know, discussion and technical assistance around this topic. But I'm wondering if you can give us some highlights in terms of the steps nonprofits can take. Like, like, how does this happen? How do I meet people who I can partner with? What are some of those initial steps I need to take to try to forge collaborations with other nonprofit organizations? Yeah, you know, I think there um, are some components for, for a successful collaboration. Um, first and foremost, there's a willingness and an openness to partner and share with others. And what I'll say, what some of the things that we've seen that happen at COAC um, has been these serendipitous collisions with folks, right? Um, so folks who may be working on a particular issue or subject matter, having a chance meeting with someone who is also working on a similar thing, right? I think that's the main thing when you talk about silos and when you talk about busting silos, it's even understanding what you need and recognizing that someone else may be able to help address that need. I think first and foremost, trust is important. Uh, we know that it can sometimes take time to build trust, but if folks are going to work together, trust is key. Um, but I also think understanding what the aligned goals are um, and the aligned values and also understanding um, the respective roles of the partnership or collaboration. Lastly, one of the things that I've seen has worked really well, both for COAC and for organizations that we've served um, who are working on collaborative efforts, is having a neutral party at the table. Um, and that can be in the form of a facilitator or someone um, who is helping to ensure that the work is moving forward while those dynamics are playing out around trust and relationship building and role clarification. So we need to meet other nonprofits, find natural opportunities to do that, yes. and look for that serendipitous collision uh, that you talked about. Uh, that, I love that phrase. Uh, we need to develop trust with one another across those organizations and often can benefit from an independent third party uh, who can help bring us together and help us move forward. Uh, do you ever notice nonprofits being hesitant, thinking, oh, I, I might have to give something up or I'm going to be protective of my organization, of my donor list, you know, things of that nature? And if and when you see that, what advice do you have for nonprofits who might have that feeling? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, it's the scarcity versus abundance uh, conversation. And it also can be the nature of our sector. Uh, it can be, it's a competitive, it's competitive. As much as we may not want that to be the case, folks are competing for resources, they're competing for grant dollars, they're competing for donors. Um, I think it goes back to understanding what the North Star is and having a shared goal and a shared set of values. And it doesn't mean that every collaboration is going to pan out successfully. It doesn't mean that everyone is going to work. But I think understanding where there's alignment and being able to move past the scarcity mindset becomes really important. And what can this do for revenue generation? What can this do for fundraising when nonprofits collaborate? Yeah, I mean, I think it can be a significant um, a game changer for nonprofits, particularly as you look at um, foundations who are looking to fund collaborative efforts, who are looking to minimize dupl duplication, um, who are looking to really maximize their investments. I think there is an opportunity um, to harness additional resources and really look at, again, leveraging those partnerships uh, for greater resource attraction. As you've done your work through COACT and before you arrived at COACT, have you seen collaborations lead to mergers? What does that look like? 
I have. I have seen collaborations lead to mergers, and I think it's going to be really interesting as, as we look out over the next couple of years. I think we'll probably see more mergers um, of organizations, particularly with the changing economy. Um, oftentimes, those collaborations can help identify um, strong suits for both of those organizations where and duplication. And again, if we're looking at reducing duplication and redundancy, um, then sometimes it makes sense for those organizations to come together. What role do our boards of directors have, whether it be collaboration or that deeper step of merger? What, what advice do you have for boards in this context? Yeah, I mean, boards play such an important role in terms of spearheading and steering the strategic direction of organizations, um, that their perspective and their leadership uh, when thinking about the future of an organization, whether it's merging with another or the types of partnerships or the depth of partnerships is so important. Um, and that perspective just becomes really important. And sometimes maybe board members can start that if they know a board member in the other nonprofit and maybe can, can take that initial first step. Absolutely. Uh, Alondra, you've given us so much good information here. How would you sum up your advice for nonprofit organizations? And we talk about, again, not just the pandemic, but also these issues related to racial injustice, you know, other stresses and challenges in the United States and around the world, uh, you know, situations just seemingly becoming more and more complex. How would you summarize your advice for nonprofit organizations who are sincerely interested in forming collaborations with other like-minded nonprofits? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, first and foremost, I have so much respect for the nonprofit sector and for nonprofit leaders. Um, the sector and the folks who make up the sector are really resilient. And to continue to see nonprofits step up to address the needs during this time is just for me, it inspires me. It's the reason why I get up and do this work every day. Um, what I would what I would recommend is continuing to keep people at the center. Um, keep people at the center, that's going to be most important. And as we're thinking about collaboration and we're thinking about partnerships, again, the alignment of the shared values and the alignment of a shared goal um, really becomes important um, because it gives you something to really kind of wrap your arms around and hold on to when things get challenging. Um, and things are challenging and collaboration can be challenging. So I think having that thing, your why that you're always coming back to becomes really important. Keep people at the center, consistent with your North Star and your mission. That explains your why. And wanting to maximize all that's possible within those attributes of your nonprofit organization, you can go even deeper when you collaborate in the right ways with the right nonprofit organizations, not just to deepen your mission, but in ways that can also increase financial resources for all of the nonprofits involved. And Alondra, I know you know from your own background, you know, these social challenges, there's no one simple answer. I, I always kind of chuckle when people ask me, well, what's the one answer to poverty? I'm like, <laughs> don't you think we would have done it by now if there was only one? Yeah. A lot yeah. of complexity out there. How can collaboration help us? Absolutely. Uh, there is a lot of complexity. I think that collaboration, again, allows us to really leverage additional resources and our own collective wisdom. But I'll also say, um, you know, the willingness to collaborate and the willingness to address these issues head on is how we really get towards solutions. I would also say that it's important to, um, when collaborating, you know, set the table with folks who are close to the problem. When you set the table with folks who are close to the problem, they are often closest to the solution. And so some of that requires us as nonprofit professionals to rethink who we consider to be an expert um, who we consider to have the knowledge and the tools and the wisdom. I love the phrase, the best expert is the person who passes the zip code test. 
they live there and their, their yes. lived experience is, is yes. the great expertise. Alondra Bolger is the executive director of COAC Detroit. We're so grateful she shares her expertise with our audience here at the Fundraising School, where our public courses are back in person, but also available online, both asynchronous and some of them in a synchronous live format. We still have our uh, scholarships that are available where you can reduce the cost of one course. A crisis response scholarship provides a 50% reduction for one course. We have these free podcasts, quarterly webinars. We get together once a month online to just kind of talk and share notes and commiserate uh, to get through these challenges together. All that information, TFRS at your desk, is available online at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school. With Alondra Bolger, I'm Bill Stanjakevich, and now you are now more up to date on this first day from the fundraising school. Mm-hmm.